Hello, I'm Steph from Hello Little Lady. I'm recording this intro in 2023. It's been five years since the Yorgis Little Exhibition was launched. To the week, I think, actually. We've been through a lot this past half a decade, haven't we, as a world? The world has been turned upside down with the pandemic and the cost of living crisis in the UK. The issues, prejudice and discrimination raised in the exhibition are still prevalent in the dwarfism community. Yes, there is much more visibility of dwarfism in the media. Ellie Simmons, in Strictly last year, was a highlight. And yes, it appears comedians are beginning to feel the impact of picking on our disability. Yet, we are still dealing with prejudice, ignorance and sometimes violence because of the way we were born. We are still having problems reaching things and we are still fighting for much needed support. Please, if you're a non-disabled person, listen and learn from these podcasts to be a better ally. If you're from the dwarfism community, I hope these podcasts and the exhibition go somewhere to help you feel heard and seen. We deserve to take space in arts and cultural settings and society. Without further ado, enjoy. You're Just Little, the Exhibition Podcast, Episode 1, Accessibility. Hello, I'm Steph, the curator, creative activist and artist behind this work. You're Just Little was a photographic exhibition that was first shown in October 2018 at Spectrum Cultural Hub in County Durham. The aim of the exhibition was to reveal the challenges, obstacles and societal assumptions that people like myself with dwarfism face on a daily basis. If you have any questions about the exhibition, feel free to email me over at steph, S-T-E-P-H, at hellolittlelady.com, over on the website hellolittlelady.com, or you can also find us on social media with the hashtag, you're just little. That's Y-O-U-R-E, just little. The photograph in this episode looks at the theme of accessibility, or the lack of, and the difficulties that dwarf people like me face on a daily basis and how these difficulties are not recognised, let alone acknowledged by the society we are expected to function in. In the photo, you can see the reflection of the top of my forehead with my sunglasses perched on the top of my head in a mirror in the ladies' toilets. In the background, you can see the toilet door entrance to the right of where I'm stood and blue doors to the cubicles are behind me to the left. Directly in front of me, I am staring almost eye level with the faucet and the tip of the tap handles and with the wide splashback dark grey tiles behind them. The basin is directly in front of me at my waist level. For me, this photograph captures perfectly the difficulties I face when moving around the environment, and I say the environment to mean public as well as private spaces. This particular photo shows the difficulties accessing a space that the non-disabled take as a given and an expected right to be able to go to and to use the toilet. From a dwarf perspective, entering these spaces can be and are anxiety-inducing experiences. I'm four foot four, which is 133 centimetres, with a proportionate form of dwarfism. So more often than not, 
I'm able to reach the door handles to be able to open the door. That said, to be able to open the door because of its weight is a small feat in using my whole body to push against it to actually be able to open it, which can be painful. There's also the worry if you'll be able to leave the space because the doors are so heavy. If you're smaller than my 4 foot 4 frame, then you also have the issue of whether you'll be able to access the toilets in the first place because the door handles will be out of reach. Then there are the cubicles. More often than not these days, toilet locks are lower. However, there is that moment of anxiety of if you will or won't be afforded privacy. Imagine you're 3 foot 3, then you have to ask somebody to wear outside the door as a human shield to let people know you're there to be able to keep your dignity and privacy. If there is no soul about, this is where you get creative with your coat and handbag against the door and hope that those who enter the toilet space after you notice your visual cues. And while we're here, let's talk about the coat hanger. 99.9% of the time, they are simply out of reach for a dwarf person. This means we have a decision to make. Put our clothing on potentially or most likely dirty floors or contort our bodies to clean ourselves, which is no easy feat. Then there are the toilets themselves, which can be like mini mountains to climb or balance on. Why don't you just use the disabled toilet, you may think? Hmm, valid question. Yes. Think about the disabled toilet space for a minute. Everything is law except, guess what? Yes, the primary reason for using the space in the first place, the disabled toilet. Have you seen how high those things are? That's if we're not challenged for using the disabled facilities in the first place. And therein lies one of the many dilemmas for dwarf people. The non-disabled toilet is inaccessible in terms of getting into, as well as posing the challenge for privacy. There is also the difficulty in maintaining cleansiness to be able to wash our hands, because soap dispensers are often located behind sinks attached to the walls, or the basin and the taps are just too high to reach, or we have to overextend our bodies to be able to wash our hands, which can cause pain. Significantly though, probably less obvious, is the exclusion that I and many other dwarf ladies experience. We can't check something as simple as our appearance, because like the photo shows, mirrors are hung for the average height in restaurants, pubs, cinemas and shops, it's not being able to put some lippy on or to check if you have any remnants of our meals stuck between our teeth. This simple act of looking at your reflection further compounds the feelings of not fitting into wider society and feeling excluded, or at the very least, not a full member of. Granted, it's where we dwarf ladies are created, using the reflective button on a hand dryer or a door handle or carrying a pocket mirror in our handbags. Still, it's not the same experience. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, ultimately what I want to show with this particular photograph are the challenges that dwarf people face on a daily basis in situations average high non-disabled people take as a given a right to be able to access facilities and services without thought. Dwarfism, medically, is classed as a person who stands at 4 foot 10, 140 centimetres or shorter, and there are over 200 known forms of this disability. 
I stand at 4 foot 4, 133 centimetres, about the height that an average height wheelchair user sits at. However, dwarf people are not afforded such an understanding or recognition that our disability presents in mainstream society as it does not reflect the stereotypical view or command as much understanding or empathy. In fact, we are more likely to be mocked, ridiculed and objectified in art, culture and the media as well as on the street for the way we were born, dismissed by friends and family for our experiences, silenced by professionals and public bodies, yet we face daily difficulties moving around society like accessing public toilets. You're just little, we're told. Thanks for taking a look at this particular photograph. Don't forget you can see the actual photo over at hellolittlelady.com. If you have any questions, please do email them over to me at steph at hellolittlelady.com or join in the conversation through social media using the hashtag you're just little. And don't forget to look at our other photos too.